Welcome back to episode two of my podcast, Don't At Me. This is Caitlin Albers, and today I'm going to be talking to my friend Kate Bradley about some of the more harmful effects of social media on the younger youth. Um, so in this podcast, we really talk a lot about the good and bad, but we're always okay to recognize the good of social media, but we're not afraid to recognize some of the negative effects. Other podcasts really focus on how to grow your platform on social media, how to reach more people, and all the positive things it can do. So on this podcast, we're going to offer a bit more variety. Okay, so to start us off, Kate, social media, good or bad? All right, guys, thanks for having me on here, by the way. Um, That's like a difficult question, I think, just because you can see a lot of benefits to it just with communication and even just like as it affects kids like they get more affirmation from peers like in comment sections and in likes and it sometimes does build them up but I've also seen it kind of make kids grow up faster and I've seen like trends changing on how people react to certain things and people are getting exposed to really heavy stuff really early so I think for adults social media probably is primarily good but when kids are getting exposed to it and it's like impossible to avoid them getting exposed to it that's kind of where the negative kind of hits for me if that Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah because I feel like for the like the older even the older part of this generation that we're in we did know a time before social media and it Mm -hmm. wasn't so heavily ingrained into our society we're like we didn't really learn how to process like we learned how to process life and function a little bit without it even though it is a big part now whereas when you get them really young before they really have maybe mentally process some of the things or learned how really develop the skills to process some of the things they're seeing it could really be detrimental and you kind of start to see them grow up faster and also when you're younger you don't really maybe know that because they've seen people put out their whole life on social media so they put out all these details and so when you're younger and you're seeing these people reveal all these details about themselves they do it too and it could also put them like in dangers like put them in harm's way so like I don't know what do you think about that I mean I agree for sure I also think that they've also seen a lot of their parents post all their pictures on social media from like birth too Mm -hmm. so and they can look back on themselves I don't think we had that luxury because we didn't have social media like all of our baby pictures are like on printed out photos so they're ours they're ours they're not the world and like you don't know who's looking at that the wrong way and then Mm -hmm. when kids get on social media earlier and earlier because they're getting phones and they're just to stay connected with friends because that's kind of how it's done, which is not a bad thing necessarily. It's just exposing them to a lot of people who could be harmful on social media coming after kids, and they can't recognize that because they're not mature enough to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, in what specific examples do you have of like seeing maybe younger people grow up too fast? So like, can you give kind of an example of what you mean by that? Well, I have three younger siblings, and just watching the way I grew up versus the way they grow up is completely different. I have a younger sister who just in her public middle school, all the fashion trends seem like they're trying to match what's on like models on Vogue magazines and on different platforms. But when we were in middle school, we would just go to justice and pick out what we thought looked good on us and what Mm -hmm. we thought was fun. We weren't trying to make us look like somebody else and comparing Mm -hmm. ourselves to people that they see because we weren't getting that exposure. The only exposure we were getting was from like the kids TV shows we were watching and like the stores that we enjoyed so watching my sister just change her complete like outlook on what she looked like and what she wore just kind of was eye-opening to me especially it's scary because <laughs> they get used to like this app they become very um 
dependent on like the affirmations they get and they think that they see these adults and they mimic them because when you're a kid like you just copy what you see you mimic Mm -hmm. people like like that's how when we're younger we develop because we mimic what we see it kind of creates who we are and they're seeing a lot of mature content at a really young age and so you're seeing a lot of kids try to be represent these mature like influencers that they don't need to be like yet right and then if they're mimicking those then that becomes kind of putting them in danger to people who mm-hmm. are looking for kids with mature content which is mm-hmm. horribly scary even as someone who like loves kids and is around kids and could see myself having kids in the future just the worry that mm-hmm. the wrong person could be seeing what they're trying to mimic and use it the wrong way and on my last episode for this podcast we kind of mentioned how um, we were thankful that our parents put a limit on how, like, when we could get social media and kind of set boundaries. Like, you can't have it till this age. And I know my parents really looked at my social media all the time. They logged in. They looked at everything because they knew. I didn't really understand why it was a big deal. But now I'm like, yeah, like, they really want to make sure I was in harm's way and I wasn't putting out anything I shouldn't put out. And they wanted to know what I was seeing because they just wanted to protect me. And I know some people hate that and they think it's like, you know, give your kids privacy, but I think it's kind of ironic when people demand, like, kids demand, like, well, my parents should be able to see that. It's my, it's my private, like, it's my private platform. Mm-hmm. This, but it's not private. Because I have a right. thing, I'm like, you're putting out for the world to see, and if you're hiding it from the people who care about you and want to make sure, it's like, well, then clearly you're putting out something that you know probably isn't the best for other people to see. Because mm-hmm. I know the times, you know the yeah. attention. Because the times that I had social media when I was little, my parents wanted to check it. The times I didn't want them to look at it was the times I was looking at things that I probably mm-hmm. knew they wouldn't approve of or I was posting things that they wouldn't approve of. And the times that I was okay with them seeing it was probably when, like, it was a wholesome, like, mm-hmm. positive way of using the app. Right. So when kids are trying to hide stuff from their parents or from their family members, that's probably, probably one of the red flags that you can look out for. Just mm-hmm. maybe that's part of it like the reason why is deeper than you think it is and I and I also think mentally like I feel like in today's society with social media the internet tons of stress just like the pressure um that everyone faces in college and life to be successful get your degree go higher go higher there's a lot of pressure on everybody now there are just so many like so much with technology like it's getting harder to succeed in life because you need more degrees and more qualifications to do anything and on top of it all, like, we're trying to appeal to the masses on social media. Yeah. And you're seeing everyone else's life, like, oh, my gosh, they can do that. And they can do that. And they can do that. Like, even platforms like LinkedIn, which is really yeah. good for networking. But people are constantly posting the promotions they get. And it's like, yeah. you're constantly in a race to appeal to the masses. And as adults, you struggle mentally with thinking if you're good enough. I can't imagine, as a child, trying to keep up with the world and trying to grow up faster, how mentally draining that could be at a young age. Right. And like only seeing the positives, you only see the promotions, you only see the mm-hmm. happy times. You don't see all the times that the person maybe didn't get a job or failed. And when you're in that position, all you're seeing on social media that you think is reality is the positives. Oh, well, my friend got all A's, but maybe like that was their first time getting all A's their entire life. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, that's, they've been their whole life and you're just two sets behind because you didn't do that or you didn't get that. Mm-hmm. So when you see only positives or see only positive things on people's Snapchat stories and Instagram stories, it makes you feel inferior when maybe the reality is that you're not below them. You just aren't posting everything like your best foot forward and they're posting their best foot forward. Right. I know even like 
like with filters and the beauty standards. So there's always like people always talk about the beauty standard and what's attractive now may not have been attractive like a little years ago. What's, yeah. what's attractive like 10 years from now may not be what we find like what society deems is attractive now. And it's interesting because like I see like such young children. Like when I was younger, I didn't really know what a beauty standard was. When I was young, going through grade school and things like that, even middle school, I really didn't have an idea. Like obviously you face the judgment of your peers. But the judgment of your peers is hard enough. I can't imagine what the judgment of social media is. And so I feel like I see these young girls and guys try to, like, fit those beauty standards as children. And it's really scary because even as, like, older people, like, we see people use filters and edit your photos. Or you don't post things because even though you may have loved the memory, the picture wasn't good enough. And so you're not going to put it out. You're not going to memorialize that memory because you don't look good enough in it and I feel like it really diminishes like life and how full and abundant life can be because you're just so worried about how it's going to be perceived by the public right because when we were little like our good memories aren't documented but we can enjoy Mm -hmm. them and remember them and we're not we didn't spend four hours trying to get a picture to post for Instagram when we were out places when we were kids but Mm -hmm. now even families like parents will make their kids sit and take pictures at the beach for hours and hours and hours I don't Mm -hmm. know how that taints their view of just good times right even like you were talking about going to the the other day that it was just mainly for pictures Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just kind of sad it's like you're not hanging out with friends and enjoying them it's like you're doing something just to get attention from other people and you're not doing it for yourself I know because in my last podcast um Maddie kind of talked about her uh, sorority event that she Mm -hmm. went to pumpkin patch and it was all just for the photos and how people would see it and then when they were done getting the photos nobody really cared to do the fun things and I went to my first sorority semifinal as one of my friends dates Mm -hmm. And it was a good time because I love my friends and we have fun together. But I didn't notice that this is not what it looked like on social media. I was a little disappointed. Yeah. And I was like, this was just a photo session. I saw people taking photos, but nobody was really, like, enjoying the event itself. And I was just like, well, you know, I am not missing out on anything. Mm -hmm. But also, like, it's kind of sad what it's become. It turns into events are just something to brag about to say Mm -hmm. that you have friends and not just for you to enjoy quality friendships and I think that it looks not lonely but when you feel lonely and you're posting things like that and you think all these people aren't lonely and they're hanging out with other people Mm -hmm. even when your brain's not developing you can't decipher that in your mind like when I see people all hanging out taking a ton of pictures I know because of just personal experience that that's not them being satisfied and fulfilled but when you're little that looks like everything and Mm -hmm. If you don't maybe have that or have a phone or have social media or you're seeing it on social media and you don't have that many friends and your pictures don't look that good so you can't post them, it can feel really like isolating and lonely when it shouldn't doesn't need to feel that way. No, it doesn't. I know like it's it's so ironic how like with social media you're more exposed to people than ever, you're supposed to be more connected to people than ever, but I feel like people feel lonelier than ever because mm-hmm. of this constant like like envy is like takes away all happiness like Mm -hmm. being jealous trying to chase after other people like when you compare yourself to others it will take away all your fulfillment and happiness and um it just scares me because I think about like I want to be a mother someday I want to have kids and I want them to be happy and I don't want to like you know be like sometimes I think when you're so strict with kids I see them really rebel when Mm -hmm. they don't get anything but it's like how do you walk that line now as a parent 
like how do parents walk the line of like okay like I'm like I don't want them to be think you don't want them to hate you you don't want them to hate you you don't want to have a grudge but you want what's best for them and they may not see that the moment like a lot of us I think we're like I'm glad my mom didn't let me do that I'm glad my dad was talking but like we see that now but it's like how do you balance that when things are getting so extreme and the world's going so far one way with social media and how people look and the emphasis and you want to protect your kids from that but you don't want your kids to feel isolated and left out from society because like, like all their friends have it and all their friends don't. have it it's all they're talking about it's all they and you're and then you'll put your child will be in there and they won't know what they're talking about because they won't have it it's hard I went through like a little bit of that at the time and I was luckily like I was pretty resentful at the time when I didn't get to have the things my parents were so in my business on social media and things like that but now I see it so I but I'm like but man you only have to be stricter because it's only gonna get worse it's only gonna get worse it feels like we're advancing like the older generation is using it to advance and we're getting a lot of things done quicker mm-hmm. but it's like we're declining our younger generation we are it's like we're using that for our we know how to use it the right way but we're not teaching kids and there's nothing there's no blocks to help kids use it the right way yeah is there really a like there's no like class there's no unless a parent really decides to do this but sometimes even as a parent because like you didn't grow up because it's such a new thing that's advanced like so rapidly the new apps get created all the time right and so as a parent like how do you keep up it's like you want to like help teach your kids like 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 life lessons Mm -hmm. but you don't really know what it's like because you're so far like disconnected at some point where it's like I don't even know what you don't know what the younger people are doing you don't know what your kids are saying you've never been through that because you didn't have it at that age so it's kind of scary because it's giving you less control and you don't want your kids to feel lonely or isolated or like they can't talk to you but you don't know where to start and so it is something where I'm like in a way, it's like can so it kind of poses the question like can you ad, can society advance too much? Like, what do you think? I think you advance in one way with this, you can decline in other ways. Mm-hmm. Like we're advancing, like technologically, and we're constantly moving forward. New technology, new things are being created. But I think we're definitely declining socially. Mm-hmm. Just talking to kids, having conversations with the younger generation, even on the phone, like they don't do that. They. Just, people are scared to make their own appointments and talk on the phone now. Yes, like they can't even make their own doctor's appointments and mm-hmm. they can't. And I always say, like, I had to get past that, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because yeah. I, I, I sometimes hate making the phone call. I'm like, I right. have to muster up the courage. Or even like ordering. I was talking to my sister earlier this morning and she had to order at a restaurant and she was rehearsing what she was going to say before she said it. Just like, that face-to-face interaction. Yeah, because she was like, I don't want to mess up. Mm-hmm. Because you can, you can not mess up if you send it in text. Right. You can craft everything in your head perfectly mm-hmm. so you don't learn how to have conversations on the fly but even then like yeah you can craft it perfectly but even then there's so much miscommunication over the screen right like the tone it comes across the tone, you don't know because you're gonna say something one way and there's not that face-to-face that understanding of well this is what I meant this is how I said it oh I'm sorry that's how I say it but I understood how it could have come across that way right like, there's just so much miscommunication with it and you can't read expressions no you can't read expressions but it's like addicting even for me because I know in the last episode we also I want to talk about this question again we said well would you have rather lived in the world without it if you could have chosen if you could be like I wish social media wasn't a part of my world at one point I would have been like yes absolutely I don't want social media I wish it never happened but then I think oh well it's made my long distance relationship a lot easier oh well I've met people on trips that I probably never would have been able to talk to again but I was able to keep a connection because of this so it's created this world where it's like, I don't know how to not be connected and nosy without like feeling jobs I've gotten to that could never have gotten. Yes, you can't. Without it. So that's you another can't spot. Be, 
I know I'm going into journalism and social media is a huge part of it. I got to know it. I got to be involved in it. I got to be in it through and through. I'm somebody who struggles to want to be involved in social media. I like some platforms, but I don't have all of the mainstream platforms or I'm not as involved in them as I should be or as I as some of my peers are. Like Instagram's a huge one that I don't have. And I do kind of get nervous sometimes because I'm like, man, like, should I have kept it? Am I going to be okay? Like Twitter, I've had to get that recently because of journalism. And I needed mm-hmm. to stay up to date on the news and other news things and what's going on in current events. And so it kind of forces you to have it. Like society has forced you to be a part of this virtual world. Right. I think at our age, it is beneficial. And I would say I wouldn't mm-hmm. want life without it. But I think as young ones, I think it would be really hard to get... Even current events, some things are really hard for little kids to handle and see. Yeah. And they see pictures and they see just awful like images and things from people that they shouldn't be getting. And it's just scary how to navigate when their brains are developing. They don't recognize maybe that that's too much or that's wrong mm-hmm. or they don't know how to speak up if they see the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. As of now, it's really great for the like advancing world, but for kids I can say that I did enjoy my life without it before I got it Mm -hmm. I wasn't allowed to have it when I was little till high school actually and once I got it it did change it was good and positive but my younger siblings got it earlier obviously because that's how we're moving and they kind of needed it for school even but I don't know I think right now it would be hard to get rid of it but I think I did enjoy my childhood without it Mm -hmm. I think I think I did too, and I, I kind of always say that, actually. I'm always kind of like, man, I'm kind of glad, even in school, I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad I didn't really have the all of the tech they have to deal mm-hmm. with. I am kind of bad at tech. I'm going to say college has really helped me learn how to navigate tech and be more confident when developing those skills. You have to have them to be successful, but I am do always say, like, I'm grateful, like, in grade school and high school, how I didn't have to worry about those pressures and deal with that mental stress so it's definitely going to be something where it's like I want my kid to live in the physical world. I don't want them to be so involved in the virtual world at such a young age. I don't I don't want them to ever only be involved in the virtual world. So I feel like to help them not to get that, I'm going to have to teach them young that it's okay mm-hmm. to not be as involved in the virtual world. And the physical world's better right. and realistic and you'll be more fulfilled. It's more fulfilling for yes, sure. When you have real relationships and that social media is so falsified half the time and things are exaggerated and you cannot take it seriously so I think like a good like action just to take away would be yes it's good to have and your kids can have it but definitely train them to enjoy life in person and when they're doing that in person not to think about what they're going to post to just be present because I think we're constantly living future oriented instead of in the present and that kind of could be causing a lot of the social issues I agree do you have anything else that you want to add to this podcast today? I think that's pretty much it. Do you have any more questions for me? I don't. I think we covered a lot of the bases, and I think we really addressed a topic that's not often spoken about, mm-hmm. is how children are being affected by social media, because we need to protect them and make sure that they are confident to take on the real world someday. So I really appreciate you for coming on. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Of course. This was episode two of my podcast, Don't At Me. My friend Kate Bradley and I discussed some of the harsher aspects of social media and how it affects the younger generation today. Tune in next time to hear more controversial topics concerning social media. Thank you.